This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Episode 656, a Rivalnim case study, Fanatical Fan. As Winston Churchill once said, a fanatic is someone who can't change his mind and won't change the subject. The diminutive form, that of just being a fan, speaks of the same phenomenon, but perhaps to a lesser degree. And more importantly, we think of a fan as someone who has a positive and healthy interest, whereas fanatic is far more negative and conjures up notions that are generally dangerous to our sense of how we think things should be. These two words are rivalnims. They essentially describe the same thing, but from two completely opposite emotional standpoints. Rivalnims are pairs of words like synonyms and antonyms. Rivalnims share much the same definition in that both words refer to the same phenomenon, like synonyms, but they have opposing emotional signatures attached to them, somewhat like antonyms. This pair, that of fan and fanatic, form one of the best rivalnim pairs because they convey opposite feelings when in fact they are pretty much the same word, since the word fan is simply a diminutive form of fanatic that's merely been shortened. Nothing could be more emblematic of the strange fact that our perspective is mostly determined by our emotional response as opposed to our thoughtful treatment of any given subject. Our language is laced with rivalnims that allow us to describe events in opposing ways. Language appears built in this way because people have different emotional responses to the same things. An event that makes one person nervous makes another person excited. Nervous and excited form rivalnims in this case, eye-rollingly appropriate too considering each refers to the other. This split in language that we can identify with rivalnims seems to indicate something perhaps fundamental about the way our emotional composure can be geared towards receiving the experiences of life. While that's a larger subject to be unpacked at another time, rivalnims do, in the meantime, provide a clue about our own composure and how to change it if we so want. Being aware of rivalnims in your own language can become a sort of mindful practice, akin to that of a detective, but when the subject is one's own self. For example, when we hear ourselves say that we are lonely, this is a negatively tinted description of the state of being alone. As opposed to focusing on the state of being lonely, we can re-describe the situation with a positive tint. We can ask, how can I enjoy this gift of solitude? This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes. You can share it on social media with your friends. You can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast. Or you can support it directly. And you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful about the context.